Welcome to Grand Rounds with Cascade. I'm here with uh, Dr. Brooke Weitz and Dr. Megan Saunders, and we're here today to talk about prolotherapy and what it is and all the ins and outs. So we're just going to dive right in. Um, I guess I'm just going to kind of start with Dr. Saunders here. So why don't you just kind of let our patients know what prolotherapy is and why you and Dr. Weitz are offering it here in the clinic. Yeah, so prolotherapy is an injection technique, but I think what's helpful for patients to understand what's going on is, is to explain the problem. And so the problem with a lot of chronic injuries and pain has to do with laxity of tissue in the joints. And so you think of someone who recurrently rolls their ankle or maybe someone with chronic knee pain and um, that when you have a, an injury, the, the tendons, the ligaments, they get stretched out. And what we've been told to do for you know, the past however many years, the standard of care in mainstream medicine has been take an anti-inflammatory, stop that inflammatory cascade. And now what we're realizing, and we're starting to even see mainstream medicine at orthopedic clinics and with PTs, is actually that inflammation is helpful. It tells the body this is a weak spot and it needs to be healed and, and to lay down more tissue so that it, it heals more strongly. And when we interrupt that inflammatory cascade with NSAIDs or ice or even steroids, then that area heals more weakly. Um, so what we're seeing with some chronic pain issues is the, the pain, and it may seem like it's sciatic pain, it may seem like it's pain in um, your upper back or neck, it may seem like it's muscular, but it's all of the muscles trying to stabilize a joint that's hypermobile. Mm -hmm. And so what prolotherapy is, is injecting an irritant uh, either into the joint or into the surrounding tissues to do targeted a targeted inflammatory response to create a, a, a healing cascade. So to activate the immune system and say, hey, I'm over here, come, yeah. come seek me out. Pay attention here, the job wasn't done yet. And mm -hmm. so we're trying to say, actually, we want, we want this um, medial collateral ligament to, to heal a little bit more strongly. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's basically what it is. So Dr. Weitz, you've been doing a lot of this with athletes. I know that there's, we'll we can talk about who might be a good candidate for this, but you, I know you work with a lot of athletes and how, how, how what kind of injuries are athletes coming in to see you for that, that uh, prolotherapy seems to help with? Yeah, well, first of all, I would say that I wish that this therapy existed when I was an athlete uh, back in the day. Um, it would pre have prevented a lot of, a lot of unnecessary pain and surgeries. Um, I think that it's you're seeing it a lot more in the schools and a lot more athletes are turning to prolo and PRP and even stem cells for joint and um, chronic pain and chronic injury treatment. So it's something that, like Dr. Saunders said, where there's a repeated type injury um, or something that happens to be a weak point. So in conjunction with some of the physical therapy methods and alignment and optimizing your tissues in general, it can be extremely preventative and it can fix a lot of injuries. The way Dr. Saunders was mentioning how the body, it recruits the body to say, hey, wait, we're not done here. Come right back to this point. We need to address this specific area where we're creating a controlled inflammatory response. I think of it as like, um, I might be aging myself, but pickup sticks. <laughs> so 
Thanks, I love <laughs> So where you have all, you know, you can have all these sticks all in a, in a line, but once there's damage to that tissue, it creates this haystack of in, into the, the tissue, the cartilage. So it's not regular and smooth and, and glide normally. So it like creates chaos sort exactly. of in the tissue. Yeah, so this kind of goes back. When we do that initial repair, your body goes in and, and does its best job. And this is saying, okay, let's do round two, round three. And we also have to remember that inflammation is what heals. Mm-hmm. And, the, and so we're basically allowing the body to create this controlled um, trauma and go back and heal that, that area. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really great way to address current and past injuries as well as work with prevention. Okay. We want to remember that inflammation is, is the key to this. So a lot of the, t- um, the past conventional methods of ice and ibuprofen and cortisone shots is, is what the research is showing is exactly the thing that's going to that's gonna stop the healing process, that's going to set you up for tissue fragility and future injuries, and that's actually in no way healing of the tissue. It might give you a temporary Band-Aid, but as an athlete, you need to be at your top uh, as quickly as possible. And and even if you're not an athlete, you just you still want to be at feeling good as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Saunders, there are some people that are right for this, and some people that may not be right for prolotherapy. I mean, is there a time and a place for steroid injections, and how do we know if someone is right for prolotherapy? Um, their injuries. Yeah, so with with prolotherapy, what's important is going back to that idea of inflammation. And so someone who's not a great candidate for prolotherapy is someone who, with inflammation, I like to use the analogy of a fire. And so if your whole body's on fire, if you come in and we test inflammatory markers and the inflammatory markers are high, the person has digestive issues, they have skin issues, like every system is on fire. If I try and go in with my little match of prolotherapy and say, I want a targeted fire here, it's not gonna make a difference. It's Mm -hmm. like trying to start a campfire in a forest fire. It's not gonna be effective. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that everything else is optimized and also that the body is um, prepared to support healthy tissue. And so that means that we look at hormones. Uh, A lot of times we see patients, for example, with frozen shoulder. This could be something that's helpful for frozen shoulder, but the classic frozen shoulder patient is gonna be a woman in her late 30s to early 50s with um, endocrine disorders, hypothyroidism, uh, hormone imbalance, all of those. And and normally, with most of our patients that have never seen a naturopath before, some food sensitivities or... um, Digestive imbalances. Yeah, something else that's going on that's causing a lot of inflammation. And so the ideal candidate is someone who's assessed all of that other stuff. I have lots of patients with chronic joint pain that we never get to the prolotherapy stage because we realize, you know what, your your pain is because your body's on fire and the joints are a symptom of that mm-hmm. as opposed to the, the joint injury being the cause of it. And so when we get the, the forest fire out, their pain goes away. Um, I want to add on something else. You know, Dr. White's talked about the, the patients, the, the sports athletes that are really good for this. I had a personal experience that led me to become interested in prolotherapy, and these are patients that I'd like to work with. So another situation that can cause ligament laxity, and we don't think of it as an injury, but it is to the tissue, 
is pregnancy or surgery. And so for myself, after I had um, my, my second child, I had uh, really bad hip pain to the point that I couldn't stand without my hip popping and kind of getting out of alignment. I, I would almost feel like I was going to fall. And I did PT, which was helpful, but didn't quite get me there. You know, I'd already had all the, the food stuff on point for myself. And then I, I found prolotherapy. And I got, after the first treatment, within 48 hours, I got 90% resolution of my symptoms. Wow. And I don't know that that's always the case, but in patients that I have treated for prolo, I have seen people see improvement relatively quickly sometimes because that acute inflammation actually just kind of helps stabilize the joint. And then as that acute inflammation goes down, we see what healing has occurred. And, and that was the case for me. But there's, it's not just, you know, it's not just someone who's chronically sprained their ankle. It's not just for basketball players. It's for people who, so my main symptom was sciatica mm-hmm. and, um, and this, this really leg like I was worried is maybe it's a neurologic thing like what sort of rabbit hole am I going to go down to figure mm-hmm. this out and and prolotherapy cured it and so that would be another kind of patient right. to look at so basically just to kind of summarize what we've talked about before already before we move into the next topic is that a person who's going to be interested in prolotherapy is going to be someone who has some sort of joint or nerve pain we're kind of unclear on where it's coming from um, they might seek one of you guys out for that and you know the first step is to make sure that you know that there aren't there isn't more systemic inflammation that's going on that's causing the joint pain like food sensitivities nutrient deficiencies um, candidiasis hormone issues whatever Um, and if those things are clear and we're kind of left at a dead end then oftentimes the prolotherapy is really helpful for those patients the blood work I'm assuming is helpful too so that we can understand all of those questions that are sort of unanswered. And then the injection is injecti- injecting an irritant into that area. So what is that irritant that you're injecting and what does that visit look like for that patient? So if a patient is interested in it, how are they able to visualize what might happen in that visit? Yeah, that, well that's a great question because um, people really like to know what they're what getting into yeah what they're <laughs> yeah, getting into sure. um, let me let me add something um i think that naturopaths are superstars for doing for optimizing a patient for a pro to be a candidate for prolotherapy so like we've talked about like really working with the foundational pieces and getting the pillars of health all the way you know, optimized so that you respond so well to the treatment and naturopathic care is in my opinion the best care that can get you optimized and responding in the in the most optimal way to a treatment like this mm-hmm. so I I know that there's a lot of people that do this type of injection and I, I think it's 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 just not as effective it's lost if you not don't everyone really, takes an integrative approach a right. holistic approach before in prepping for kind of exactly that kind of therapy, so right? I think that's where we really shine right. is that we can we can really optimize our patients we're looking at everything you know mm-hmm. holistically um, another thing is um, the one thing that I wanted to mention is a lot of people use imaging um, and say, oh, I have a torn rotator cuff, like you know most of us do, or I have you know something that is, is shown on imaging. But what really we're it might not be the pain generator. So what we're really looking for with the prolo 
or the PRP or whatever our injection therapy is, is to identify the pain generator and keep narrowing and narrowing that pain radius. So where you might have something on an MRI showing that this is a problem, it might not at all be the your actual pr problem that's affecting you on a daily basis, mm -hmm. that, hurt, that makes it hurt when you try to walk your dog or reach in the back seat or lift up your child. So you could look at a hundred different images and they could all look you know, horrible and be a quote surgical surgical candidate. However, these people might not be in pain. Mm -hmm. So we really want to kind of combine what we know with the labs, what we know with the 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 physical assessment. Mm -hmm. We can certainly look at imaging, but we're really looking at the what's going to affect your life in a positive way and how to address that pain generator. Right. Um, the visit itself looks looks like. It's, it's actually a quick procedure. It's, you're, they're in the needle. There is a little bit of lidocaine. Um, I've certainly done which it with- Which is a pain reliever. Which, which will help with pain. If there's an allergy to it, we have other options. Uh, I've certainly had the procedures performed on me without any lidocaine. So it's really, it's really up to, um, it's, it, it can vary. So my point is, is that you can do it without lidocaine and it's, it's tolerable. But we do add lidocaine typically and, and some dextrose. And the dextrose percentage really varies, and that's kind of the nuance. Of the dex, dextrose, the irritant then. Dextrose right? is the yeah. irritant, and dextrose is sugar. So mm -hmm. sugar, as we know, is inflammatory, and we're trying to create inflammation. Right. So we're trying to recruit the white blood cells, as Dr. Saunders mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, we usually inject a certain amount of dextrose specifically to the enthesis, which is where the tendon or ligament reaches the bone or, or muscle area, but typically the tendon to the bone and, and the interarticular space, so that joint space. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll inject into those spaces at different amounts of dextrose, and usually I'll start off at a lower dextrose, see how the patient responds, and the next visit we might dial it up or down. Um, usually you have two to six visits. I haven't ever had to get to six at this point, but two to six visits spaced two to four weeks apart and usually for the first 24 hours it might feel a little spicy like maybe you you used it but it's very it doesn't create a lot of downtime i would say no heavy exercise um, or heavy lifting or if you're or competing during that first week or two but you can walk out of the procedure mm -hmm. and the procedure takes less than 20 minutes to do mm -hmm. so it's when you're looking at the comparison for what the traditional model is with not optimizing the body doing physical therapy in a in a outdated way, or combining that with cortisone injections, you're you're again not hitting the cause and not treating the cause. So this is a way where you're you're acting preventively. You're stimulating the body to build the tissue and to strengthen the tissue, and you're reducing your pain. So you might notice. A, anywhere from a 20 to 50 percent improvement in your pain level just after that first visit. Mm -hmm. That's a really good sign that you're a good candidate. I use that also and I use how did that feel and if I, they say you know it wasn't that bad I'll say all right I'll dial up that dextrose mm -hmm. a little bit create a little bit more of an inflammatory response that mm -hmm. next visit. So it's really nuanced and that has to do with the with the practitioner themselves. Can anyone have bad reactions to this stuff? I mean can you what are what are some um, side effects to be concerned about, Dr. Saunders, that you like to tell your patients? How do you like to prep your patients for it? 
Yeah, so anytime a needle goes into the body, whether it's a blood draw, a trigger point injection, an acupuncture needle, or something like this, like prolotherapy, there is risk of infection, there's risk of tissue damage, um, there, there's risk of an increased inflammatory response or bruising that might occur. And so that's just kind of um, the, the standard risk profile that, that people accept when they put a needle in the body. When we put a needle into a joint, there's an increased risk factor in terms of infection, and we take that very seriously and make sure that we're using procedures that per significantly reduce and prevent infection. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our goal is to, to have zero infections. Mm -hmm. And so um, those are our risks that occur. And then in terms of treatment risks, so the risks would be no change, right? This, this wasn't the thing, or maybe it's, we need to do it again, but in a different way, maybe with more dextrose. Or maybe um, more foundational or more, support. Or more, more foundational support. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to dig a little deeper. Um, I'm, I'm starting to consider whether for all my patients, if they have more than one joint that's affected, doing an autoimmune panel mm -hmm. in advance. Okay, I think that's, that's a, a good screening to do. If there's not a clear cause and effect, like I sprained my ankle, now my ankle won't heal, it's been five years, that one I don't think I need to do an autoimmune panel, but almost anything else I, I think would be a worthwhile thing to screen for. Um, you know, that idea of, again, the fire, if we don't notice improvement, is, it, is, there, is there a bigger fire going on that's preventing the person from having a targeted immune response? And then shortly thereafter, you know, you're gonna have some swelling, some discomfort, it, but it's not, it's like Dr. White said, it's, it's a overuse injury. It can feel achy for me. I've had chronic knee pain since I played soccer in high school, and when I got my knees done, they felt kind of arthritis-y for about two weeks after. Mm -hmm. Just like, just a little bit inflamed, just quite, not quite right. I didn't feel comfortable running doing yeah. that. Um, and and uh, I think that that's not an unusual reaction to have either, so. Are you finding that insurance is covering most of these visits for patients, or how does that go? So this is, this is a cash procedure. It's okay. not something that's covered by insurance. Um, and, and sometimes that, you know, people, you know, they, they're like, well, why isn't it covered by insurance? And, you know, in terms of insurance benefits and what's covered or not, um, things being covered or not doesn't necessarily indicate efficacy or utility or even out-of-pocket costs. Just because it's covered by insurance, normally when things go through insurance, the, the price is higher just because of the way that the system is set up. Uh, people have high deductibles now. And then what's not taken into account is the cost of, the, the social cost and the physical cost of higher level procedures. So people talk to me about getting cortisone injections and I've never seen a prolotherapy injection hurt as much as I have heard that cortisone injections can hurt. Mm -hmm. um, I, I haven't seen that happen. Um, the, the dextrose can be soothing sometimes to the joint actually and the, the way that we do the technique, it's it's tends not to be as painful as you'd think. I think trigger point injections are actually much more painful. Um, or neurotherapy, a different injection technique that I do rather than this, but people feel squeamish about getting you know, these big joint injections, but actually the, the pain is significantly less. Um, does that, do you feel like yeah, that answers Yeah, no, I think that's, and that's a big question that our patients have. Well, thank you both so much for that overview. I feel like we could have dived in and had multiple mini podcasts out of this one podcast, but I appreciate all of that very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
Thanks so much for listening today to our podcast about prolotherapy. If you have any questions, you are welcome to go to our website, uh, www.cascadeintegrativemedicine.com and take a look at the bios for Drs. Saunders and Whites. Um, We are offering prolotherapy here at Cascade, and if you are interested, please give us a call, and we are more than happy to see if you're a good candidate for that. Have a great day and see you next time.